0: Hey, welcome to this week's Baldhead Bible After Show, Waxing the Dome. I am here with uh, Pastor Jeff Dietrich. Hey, Jeff, why don't you tell me a little bit
1: about yourself? Hey, John. Well, I um, went to Bible college with John and his wife, Peggy, at Pillsbury Baptist Bible College. Um, don't try Googling that. It doesn't exist anymore. I yeah. Yeah. They, sadly. But... I think we shut it down, John. Right. When we graduated. Um, so then I went to seminary and got my masters of divinity and went into ministry. Currently now a discipleship assistant pastor in Western Pennsylvania. Um,
0: what's the name of your hear?
1: church? Abundant life Baptist church in washington pa and
0: you have a
1: doctorate yourself don't you yes yeah, so i've got a d-men through dallas seminary back in 2013 so we
0: call him pastor dr dietrich and <laughs> dr pastor dietrich
1: <laughs> yeah well, something cool. like that
0: well i've been um you know what this after show is about my goal is just to interview learned fellows like yourself about various books of the Bible. And me and you, we're going to talk about the book of Joshua. And I'm going to start off with a question. Um, Tell me something interesting about the book of Joshua that the average person sitting in the pew you think doesn't know.
1: Well, maybe a couple of things that come to mind. A lot of people don't connect the Abrahamic covenant with the book of Joshua but if you look at Genesis 12 when God cut that covenant with Abraham he made a unilateral unconditional promise to Abraham and he said that he would bless him with three things a people a land and a nation Um, now it took several centuries for some of that to come to pass like 1948 they didn't become a nation until then but the land part of it, well, that's what the book of Joshua is about. It's about fulfilling that piece of the Abrahamic covenant where a, uh, Joshua is going to go in, cross over the Jordan River and begin that conquest. So I find that's interesting.
0: Hey, how many years between the Abrahamic covenant and Joshua? Do you know? I don't know off the top of my head. That might be uh we're talking yeah. thousands of years, right? I uh, I don't have
1: that information off the top of my head. <laughs> Neither but. do I. I thought you would, but. <laughs> no. No,
0: I think that's neat. I agree because that that is a proof that God keeps His promises. You know, I mean, through all those centuries, and now Joshua gets to fulfill that. Moses couldn't for some reason, right? I can't. It's because he struck the rock or something struck like that.
1: Struck the rock. You know another interesting fact, uh, and this is boots on the ground information. I got to go to Israel two years ago. Uh, my wife she uh, secretly stowed away thousands of dollars, babysitting, and sent me to Israel in the spring uh, two years ago. Did your wife and- go with you, or just say, or just you? just just me with a group of friends of mine so wow you have a wonderful wife that She's a- pretty amazing. She <laughs> really is. I might just pay for that that dollar to listen to this podcast John this after uh, yeah after yeah blow. yeah definitely played so, in front of your wife you know so she can listen to how much I'm fawning over her <laughs> um, but the neat thing was we drove down to a spot that is not the traditional Um, tourist spot for where Jesus was baptized Uh, our tour guide pointed as we drove past over the river um, much further north and it's a place where you can get out and go walk down this ramp into the river and get dunked and get a t-shirt hey I was baptized in the Jordan River she says uh, she she thought nothing of that place like there's no historicity there so we got on a bus, and we drove further south, and we went out to this kind of remote area and went down to a river, and across the river on the Jordan side, there was another, I don't know, like a, a landmark, um, and that supposedly is where Joshua crossed over the Jordan River, is the very place where Jesus was baptized by john the baptist and So hang
0: on it, so hang on you're saying where jesus was baptized with john the baptist is the same spot where joshua crossed the jordan river
1: that's what we were told
0: now that's you, pretty and you know, that that's amazing right because joshua and jesus are the same name right essentially and and i i just think that's pretty
1: amazing well it is if you think about it like Joshua's name. Here's another little fact. Like you said, means Yahweh saves. So it's a, it's another form of the name of Jesus. Yeshua is Joshua. Um, so if you if you tie this together, um, there's not a lot of coincidences in the Bible, right? We don't really believe yeah. in coincidence. Oh, that's just amazing. That just happened to be. How lucky is that? Well, what would be the tie-in if that's the case? That This was the spot where Jesus was baptized was the same place Joshua crossed over. I wonder what the significance would be that maybe Joshua is a type of Christ, possibly. And I wonder, with Joshua leading Israel into the promised land to conquer, you know, conquer territory, Jesus crosses over the Jordan River, uh, crosses into the Jordan River, gets baptized, initiates his public ministry. For what purpose? To conquer sin, death, and the grave. That's my take on it. If it's really the place or somewhere near that, how cool is that? No, I think that is amazingly cool.
0: Yeah. Mind officially blown, as they say. (laughs) No, that's true. And you know, hey, let's talk about the crossing of the Jordan River when I was going through it. I, how was what you have boots on the ground. How deep is the Jordan River? Is it pretty deep or you know,
1: it's um when I was there, it was in the spring, which typically is when you would have a, a deeper river. But um as we traveled north further north and like um towards Galilee. I mean, it was really disappointing because it's like a dry riverbed almost in some places. There's just nothing to the river anymore. It would have been a significant event crossing the Jordan river. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, that, that thought kind of, um, hit me two years ago when I was there. I actually went down into the water and kind of stood there. I didn't get dunked or anything, but (laughs) You know, across if you went across the river on the other bank, would have been the side that Joshua and the army would have been as they approached the river. Of course, we don't know the exact spot, but in Israel, often they'll put up landmarks, or often it's a church. They'll build a church on a holy site to preserve it. And um, on the on the Israeli side, I believe there was. There might have been a church there. I can't recall offhand going into one, but it's significant enough that there's structures that are built on both sides of that river. So that indicates that this was some kind of historically significant spot.
0: Hey, this is a little off topic, but do you recommend going to Israel if you can do it or what's your feeling about that? Uh, yeah, not at all.
1: It's a complete waste of time, John. Is, I wondered. I knew it. I knew it. It's just yeah. the brochures. No, it's the best time of my life. Well, it,
0: that's what everybody says. It's like life-changing. I'm like, can it really be life-changing? Let me just tell it? you.
1: Let me tell you. I took that trip two years ago, and I have not stopped talking about it, preaching about it, reading about it, thinking about it to this day. Uh, like I told you, I'm – I just finished up teaching a class called Biblical Zionism about Israel's right to exist as a nation based on scriptures. Um, It just, once it's in your soul, and you took a a visit to where Jesus walked, and I walked on some spots I felt like very likely Jesus' very feet would have touched. I mean, that changes your life. So, Were you there for a week, two weeks? How long were you there for? It was a 10-day trip.
0: See so, and that, so to so I so to so you would say the life changing aspect is the fact that you were where Jesus and the disciples and Paul walked. That's the thing.
1: Yeah, that's a big piece of it. You know, you you go into this trip hopefully having a fairly good foundation of God's Word, especially the the Gospels. I would say. So you're going to spots all around the Sea of Galilee where Jesus did a lot of his ministry. Did, you have, a,
0: we, did, did you have a favorite that, you know, like
1: that was the wow? Uh, well, emotionally, when we got on a boat and went out onto the Sea of Galilee, I just kind of sat by myself and got lost in the moment of when Jesus walked on water. And, you know, he called his disciples while they were fishing. Right. So there's just a lot of lot of things that came back to my mind and that really impacted me to be able to do that. Um and then I, I think also walking on the first century sidewalk that was uncovered um back in the first century, right by close by the, the wall of Jerusalem. Um that was pretty special. I could still, the stones that the Romans threw down from the Temple Mount are still there on the cracked sidewalk back in wow. 70 AD. They're still there. So I climbed on top of those. And to think that Jesus more than likely walked on this very pavement was just amazing.
0: Hey uh final thought about it. is there uh this might be a plug but who 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 do you recommend going with or going through is it because you really liked your guide? It sounds like you
1: know yeah i went um, I went with Frank Hamrick oh wow yeah. does he does he do it every year or well, you know what uh, that was his last year of going was the okay. year I went because uh you know of health issues and things like that family matters um because I so think that would, be,
0: that would be a key. If you could go with a, a, like a Bible professor you respect or, uh, or a Bible teacher you respect, probably,
1: right? Oh, yeah. You want to connect with a guy who has been to the land before, is a seasoned Bible teacher, someone who knows the Word of God and how to make connection with the land. But, you know, the other part was he was in tandem with a lady Over in Israel, who's a national Jew named Sippy, and they've been leading groups for just years. They've been a team. He'll fly over, she'll meet us at the airport, we'll make connection. And then every day we get on a bus together. Frank gives the biblical background as the Bible teacher. She gives the Jewish history, culture of the land. And it's a great wow, that was powerful to have that combination on the bus yeah. every day with you pretty amazing well, i'm gonna have to do a bald head bible live from jerusalem you know yeah, you should <laughs> you should anyway. if you go john it'll change your life
0: well you're gonna come with me you know we'll, we'll bring our wives or whatever you know I don't okay
1: know. well that sounds fun
0: hey <laughs> um well that's it for this week's Baldhead Bible after show waxing the dome. Um join us next week as we continue our conversation but see you next time.